pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne, and this is your girl Nay. So what's been happening? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Super tired lately. I don't know what's wrong with me. Just been tired, tired, tired. All I've been doing is like after work taking me a nap. <laughs> I miss naps. <laughs> what about yourself? Same, just work, baby. Yeah, just looking forward to vacation. That's about it. <laughs> mm, I sure could use a vacation. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be trying to go to Vegas again in July. But I was looking at them damn prices and I was like, Mm-hmm. July 4th weekend or just just in weekend? July in general mm-hmm. but I just was like so just because y'all didn't make no money during this pandemic y'all just gonna <laughs> skyrocket these prices huh you know I went and looked and I did it because I wanted to go to Vegas for my birthday and it wasn't bad I, but I did do a package though so I don't know if that helped but isn't your, your birthday is later in the year though yeah so <laughs> But July is fucking scorching Scorching hot. hot. Right. I mean, unbearable. We went, me and Cooper, Mm -hmm. and we both, I had on sandals. She had on, like, tennis shoes. My feet were burning at the bottom. So I was like, hey, let's just walk through this casino right quick. Because I'm like, my feet burning. She was like, girl, my feet burning too. I'm like, why the hell you didn't say nothing? She was like, let's just go back to the hotel. (laughs) She was like, I don't want to say nothing because you want to say nothing. And you had on sound before. I was like, and I didn't want to say nothing because I felt like, okay, you kind of unprepared. I was like, it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just expected coming off the pandemic. Um, it's really, I mean, we're not really, really going to be completely at fresh out of the water by then. I just assumed like I could get a good deal, but shit, the prices was high. Mm-hmm. Even New York was a good deal. Cause I think for August, New York was like, and this was Times Square. It's like five, $600 per person. Yeah. That's pretty decent. That's pretty and that's decent. with flight too. So. Yeah. I don't know, girl. Maybe it's just certain destinations. Then. Shit. All I know is them prices were high to me, and I just was like, nah, I'm good on right. it. I got to recoup their cash. I said, I think I'm going um, to look in June, since June is more like there's no special holidays in there. Yeah. And we really, according to Biden, he won't have, everybody won't be fresh and clear, or we won't be at a really good space until after the 4th, July 4th weekend anyway. So maybe if it's before then, I could catch a nice little, mm, nice little deal. I just wouldn't mind going to Vegas again. I love sitting by the pool. I love because you know I'm a gambler by heart. I was just gonna say you should have said that first, (laughs) girl. Listen, I could sit in the casino. I'm like one of them old folks. I could sit in the casino all goddamn day. You like take your time. I'm just gonna go gamble right quick. Oh, and it's the worst because I'm the only one of my friends who like to gamble. All y'all ass would just be, I, I'm just going to take a nap. What? <sighs> Bye. <laughs> Listen, if I was good at it, I probably would gamble more. But I feel like I'm so bad at gambling. And then when I lose a certain amount of money, I'm like, yeah, it's time for me to go. <laughs> oh, girl, Listen. You got to lose some to make some. See? <laughs> the gambler's anthem. 
<laughs> it really is. That's that. Um, should I be on my little sports betting app and they be sending me a little message talking about gamblers anonymous? Don't 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 try to check me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into these hot topics for the week. Starting off, really, really serious moment, obviously. Fresh off of the a shooting that happened in Atlanta last week where um, seven Asian Americans were killed. Killed, And I think a couple, two, two or three were injured. We get another shooting in Colorado where we have 10 people that were killed inside of a grocery store. Just all around tragic. Obviously, it's leading to a lot of more calls again about the gun laws and uh, the possible bans of AR-15s, assault rifles. So um, I don't know. I mean, at this point, I don't really know what what we can do. You know, I don't know. I, I think until we address the real problem, like, I really don't think that there's a need for AR-15s. Like, I really have said that before, be like, bro. And it's no reason for you to have 57,000 guns. Like, if you're protecting your home, what do you need that many guns? You can't shoot them, but maybe two at the most. Right. So why do you need all that? And then, you know, you have people, uh, the government. So you think the government is going to come to your block and shoot out with you, sweetheart? Oh, this is not 1776. They're just going to drop a bomb on it. Right, boom, and move on. <laughs> Before you even get to your basement to get your artillery and all this together. You already done. I'm like, you think they're gonna come run up with a musket and <laughs> no. So I just that really just always baffled me about like Americans and guns. It's like you can't, you ain't got no two hands, right? You, depending on the the weapon that you have, you need both hands to shoot it. So I don't understand why you need all the weapons and then. The high power weapons, I'm like, y'all ain't in the military. Right. And they don't even have. Exactly. So I, I don't know. It's just, but I was like, until we address these angry white men, I just feel like we're going to forever be in this whole cycle of thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Right. And I also, I will say, I'll, I'll take the heat for this one, but it always baffles my mind how hard Black folks go for the Second Amendment. Because I'd be like, y'all, Y'all realize they didn't write the fucking constitution for us. Like we was literally considered three fourths when it was originally wrote, and it took them forever to even strike that out of law. So I, they didn't when they wrote that Second Amendment. That shit wasn't applied for us. So why do y'all be going so hard for it? I ain't saying that people shouldn't have the right to own guns or and all that shit like that, but we should be advocating. For safety, especially with us being some of the, you know, one of the hardest hit communities from gun violence. Yeah. We should at least be, you know, we should be arguing for safer means of obtaining a gun, as in stricter background checks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't be so easy to obtain these type of weapons. And that's why, like... And a lot of us are not even gun owners. Like, people that be in comments, especially... I don't know. Like, I'm with you on it. Like, yeah, I don't even think it's really a battle. <laughs> and even with the Second Amendment, when people talk about it, it was like, well, you're trying to take our guns. I'm like, it's not even made for the times now. Like, I don't know. I just feel it's just weird. It's weird. I'm telling you. All right. So let's move on to that. Let's try to jump into some 
happier things because we don't want to linger on the sad stuff. Obviously, prayers and condolences to all of the people that were lost and all of their families. But we're going to jump into some happier things, some things that are going to make us all smile and laugh. So first up, your girl Trina, she was being interviewed and she said that she wanted to do a versus with Little Kim. What are your thoughts? A fool. Flat out fool. And I love Trina. I like her music. Not Little Kim, though. Not look. I'm like, no. Be like, even if you were to set that up, right? Be like, okay, I'm going to play this hit. No, ma'am. Like, no, I just don't understand. I'm like, and I'm trying to think, like, who she could work. Let me see. I know it won't be no damn little Kim, though. Be like, maybe you need to stick with my nickname back lady because little Kim, no, you a fool. She's somebody ain't nobody reached out. Uh, duh. Right. I wouldn't mind seeing um, maybe Trina versus Eve. Okay. Yep. That's a good one. But see, I, I still feel like he would eat her too. But that's more. I mean, I, listen, it's gonna be it's it'll be a battle because I still think Eve will eat her up. Because you know, I'm I have always felt like Eve has been underrated when it comes to female MCs. She don't get the credit that she deserves, especially to be a female MC and hang with Rough Riders. Like she literally had to audition her audition to be in Rough Riders, where she had to go up against every dude in a crew in order to even be considered a part of Rough Riders. And I mean, that included going against DMX. Like, come on, like you sh- shit. You gotta give her her just due. Give mm-hmm. her her flowers. That sounds like Trina, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Listen, I f- I mean I I respect the confidence though shit. <laughs> Y'all gotta start over. That listen, I can't I can't knock her. I respect the confidence. Ain't nobody else trying to. I would. I would like to see more female rappers be a part of it, though. Yeah. But I. But. But you know what's funny about that is, as much as they scream unity, unity, we all connected, blah blah blah. They ain't gonna do it because it's all. Because in my opinion, it's all a front. It's all cattiness behind the scene. Yeah. Yeah. This is another music question. So yesterday. 323 was the anniversary, the 17th anniversary of Usher's Confessions album. So my question to you is, where do you think Confessions rates in Usher's catalog? Um, I want to say number one. And like, and this is coming from a diehard fan. Like I wrote Ricky late to meet him. Word up posters on the wall. Like, I'm gonna go with number one because, like, Confessions is one of those albums. Like, I want the whole album. Like, I was still burning CDs then. Mm-hmm. I'm burning the whole album. I'm not like picking, you know, some picking and choosing, like, okay, now I can only get, you know, 16 songs on this CD. So I gotta pick it. I burnt the whole album like a couple times. Right. So I would, this don't have to be number one for me. Like that's right. You definitely, I actually agree with you. I was going to say, I thought it was going to be a controversial pick, but I actually <laughs> agree with you. I feel like Confessions was just the one. Like top to bottom, every record, like no skips. 
Like, I really fucked with Confessions. Don't get me wrong. I liked earlier Usher. You know, Nice and Slow was my shit. Come Through. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Just all of... Not Come Through. Damn, I'm I'm on the... um His verse on the um, Summer Walker shit. Damn. But anyway, You Make Me Wanna. That was my shit. But I just... Confessions was just... It was an era, man. Like... Good times. That's all I could say, boy. <laughs> that album was just so fucking good. Like, I just, you sit back and you think, damn, they don't even really make albums like Usher did back then. Woo! I mean, think know. about her bad girl. Like, what? With a good long hurt? Like, that's that. I'm telling you, that whole record, top to bottom, was a bad girl. Ain't no skips on her. All right. So, did you see, oh my gosh, who was that? They said, oh, see, God was like, Ursha and Chris Brown should do the verses. Did you see that, like, interview? I seen that, and I feel like, we. why do people keep coming back to this? We have said this multiple times that we do not want to see Usher versus Chris Brown. Like, well, I don't know. I just feel like. It's two different errors. Right, it's two different, and you can't. Verse the master, like right. That, listen, <laughs> shit. I'm just gonna the teacher. I'm gonna call Mike the master, and then Ursh is the teacher, and then Chris Brown is the apprentice. Like, I, I how you gonna verse it? Like, exactly. Like, I just y'all just need to leave that one alone. I do not want to see it. I feel like let Usher go against some of his peers or something like that. I don't even know who the fuck he go against. And I remember we had this <laughs> conversation before too. And we couldn't really figure out who was on that level to go against Usher. Like, we were talking, like, I think we decided on Genuine if he allowed Timbaland to pick the record order for him. They stayed out from group. Boy. Sober. Oh, he definitely has to be sober. <laughs> but aside from that, let's, I, y'all just... Leave Usher Raymond out these conversations, okay? I like Chris, don't get me wrong, but he is not Usher Raymond, so don't do it. So, also in music, Sweetie, she was on the cover of Cosmo. She revealed a couple of things. She talked about her infamous freestyle at Hot 97 and how that left her with PTSD because she just felt, I guess, so bad about it or embarrassed or something. I don't know. It just made her feel bad. And almost want to give up on her career. She also talked about something that I think we've lightly brushed on here on the show. She talked about pretty privilege. And she she said she admits that she feels like the fact that she's attractive, that she has a cute face, has definitely opened doors for her and kind of kept her in the forefront in the mainstream. But she says she doesn't feel like it's done, a, you know, out that it's outshone her her work ethic. She feels like she's worked just as hard, if not harder, than other female MCs. What are your thoughts on that and just on pretty privilege in general? I definitely think it exists with her. Um, I definitely think, like, and a, this is just not, like, just to her, but a lot of female, a lot of women, bad word, a lot of women in the Hi. industry thrive off of that I'm like we see it a lot where you're like I mean she slick trash 
but it's like, okay, well, she's cute or she's light skinned, so we can make it work. Right. Because I've seen it with Cardi. I'm like, they made it work. But I do think it's a such thing as that. I'm not going to lie and be like, uh, yeah, I'm pretty. So I'm like, people do scan my groceries at the grocery store before I pump my gas and all of it. Whereas, you know, somebody else may not. But definitely, like I said, when it comes down to the industry, especially music, they almost kind of, especially now, they almost look alike. Like, yeah. even when it comes down to bodies and all this, I'm like, they look alike. I'm like, Sweetie, you got mulatto, same light skin, look like they get the body done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They all kind of fit into the same mode. Even sometimes, like, they do photo shoots and you have to do a double take. Like, wait a minute, because she look, don't she look just like Cardi? And don't Cardi look just like Meg there? And don't, you know what I mean? Like, you have to do double takes, sort of, kind of, because it seems like so many of their faces and stuff like that and bodies, like you said, are just starting to look alike in the same. I mean, there's definitely, even to, removing it from the industry, like you said, in real life, there's definitely pretty privilege. Like, we see it all the time. Women definitely utilize their looks in order to, you know, climb the ladder, shall we say. All right, so we can swiftly move on to that. So this is kind of we're going to get to these next couple of topics are in regards to relationships. So it's going to, we're going to do those topics and then we're going to slide right into the relationship portion of our show. So the first ones are just some quick hitters. Obviously Quavo and Sweetie, we saw that little situation play out and um, Sweetie hit Quavo with that good old take care, baby. It's over. I'm done. Single out here. Hot girl summer. Or I see some. I'm sorry. So she 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 let it be known that her and Quavo are no longer together. Then you got Gary Owens and his wife Kenya. She filed for a divert, divorce after 18 years of marriage. And of course, because yeah. it's Claudia Jordan, and she always up in somebody's mess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she decided to be all up in the comments, and then got called out, and then she wanted to do a live. Go, which so fucking extra. Go on live talking about she didn't. She was not the the cause of any part of their divorce, and that she feels like that the wife hope she hopes the wife publicly apologizes to her as loud as she publicly called her out. Like girl, I chew on her brick before I and she ain't say you, she said your friend, boo-boo. And then it'll come down in a couple of months. It was your friend. So chat and play. Big fix. So what's your thoughts on all of on all of the, these quarantine breakups going on? Um, I mean, it's unfortunate, especially when you think about a marriage that long. Um, and then they have children as well. Um, it's definitely unfortunate, but I mean, I think with and I'm not even gonna say quarantine. I just think we're coming into a space now where people snitching on you. Like, if you're gonna cheat, you just need to stand in your truth. And maybe just reevaluate your relationship before you even got her and be like, listen, this is not even what I want anymore. Yeah. And I feel like with Gary and Kenya's situation, some I've seen a lot of people insinuating that he's been cheating is kind of known around 
the comedy circle that he's he's a big cheater that he cheats a lot on the road and my thing is is if she's stuck by it all these years i'm thinking that more than likely either this was the last you know what i'm saying like the final draw for her or in my opinion i think because their kids are pretty much on the grown side i think they're getting ready to go off to college or in their final years of high school or whatever that she was just like okay I, I held it out for the kids. They grown now. It, I, it's time for me to go do me. Fuck your ass. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, uh. Man, I would have divorced him for the fact he had you saying nigga to a black man. I, I big, facts, big facts, big facts, big facts. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but, you know, nonetheless, I wish them well in that um, because, they, like you said, they do have children. That was a That's a long marriage to, yes. to go through 18 years. You know, you got to applaud that anyway, because there's a lot of folks that ain't even making it past one. So you got to applaud at least, eight, you know, 18 years. It ain't nothing to sneeze at. Um, and I just hope that they they're able to do the, you know, do the rest amicably and quietly without folks like Claudia Jordan feeling like they got to insert their nose. <laughs> in there. And then pop a fucking attitude about it when you get called the fuck out. Audacity. <laughs> Always in some. All the fucking ways, girl. All right, so then that brings us to the biggest cheating story. And I w- and the only reason I feel like this is the biggest cheating story is just because of how this man is. You and I have said this before about Mr. Derek Jackson, that we felt like he was a panderer, low-key fuckboy. And it was officially revealed. He got called out that he was smashing on an IG model, cheating on his wife. And then he decides to drag his wife onto a little Instagram thing. After dragging other other men for this bullshit, he drags his wife and sits her on Instagram in front of the public for people to ridicule her, by the way, which is irritating the fuck out of my soul. Just because this was comfy or she had on a little hat or bonnet or whatever, don't mean you fucking drag her looks. Like, I don't like that shit. But nonetheless, he dragged her in front of the public to basically be humiliated and ridiculed even more than just by his cheating. And just, ugh, it was a hot mess. But what are your thoughts on the whole situation? I definitely hated it. All of it. I, my biggest takeaway from all of this, because I'm like, his type, we know, we see every fucking day. I'm real live tripped out about how women held him to such a high esteem where they was like, oh, if he cheated, then it's no hope. Be like, what? That's what you call no hope left from Derrick Jackson cheating? I'm like, this is the person that we didn't even know that was in a relationship or married. And you can have a private relationship without keeping your partner private. I'm like, there's an issue when people don't know that you're in a relationship at all. Right. Like, you ain't ever got to post a picture or all of this, but damn. When you think about it, like, because when he came with the whole, oh, I have a baby on the way, you like, the fuck? Like, I didn't even know if you was in a relationship like that and how you be talking like you would be with the woman that you had, a you know, a baby with. Hmm. So I'm like, but like, my biggest issue is how he presented her. And not saying that you have to go out and be 
in full glam because we know that does not stop a man from cheating. We see that with Cardi, Beyonce, Gabriel Union, Holly Bay, all a plethora of beautiful women have been cheated on. But people made it her fault. Like, oh, you look like this. This is the reason why he cheated. And I just want to put it. It don't matter how you look. If he has it in his mind, his heart, and his soul to cheat, boo-boo, he going to cheat. Plain and fucking simple. She did not have a bunnet on. I do think sis has checked out of their relationship. Yeah. Because she don't care about, like, listen, I don't give a fuck at this point. If you want me to get on here and say this stupid-ass bullshit and you want to squeeze my fucking hand, let's go ahead, do it, get the fuck over with, so I can go on about my day. But it's just, I don't know, because... I can't imagine my husband being like, okay, let's get on camera and you sit and I'm, a, you know, I'm, and you sit and look like this. Like, he'll flat out and be like, forehead, that wig ain't it. Like, okay, well, let me go in here and, you know, find me another wig to put on. So I'm like, for him to put her on tape like that, and again, she does not have to be in full glam, but to put her on tape like that and be like, I just feel like if I'm gonna present my wife, especially in a predicament like this, babe, let me let me make sure you look your best. If, if I'm putting my best foot forward and saying, okay, listen, I'm done with the cheating. This is just gonna be me and you. Let me make sure that, and this is my ego. Make sure other bitches ain't out here trying to check you. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It didn't feel like he was protecting her, right? In that in that space. Right. That's a, and that's a good that's a good way to put it. Like that's the best way to put it. Like he definitely was not protecting her, and he knew that her appearance was gonna take away from the bullshit that he pulled. Yeah. Like people are so focused and so caught up on it that you literally have people making excuses like, "Oh, I can see why he cheated because look, this is how she looked," and then they would have went to this woman page and picked out her worst pictures. Pictures where it's not. And I'm like, the only thing she needs is a stylist. She's not ugly. Far from it. And I'm like, y'all act like, maybe because I'm not attracted to him. But I'm like, he average as fuck. Talk about it. Talk about it. I'm like, he got muscles in a V-neck. That's it. I'm like, but there's not anything about him that I'd be like, if I saw him on the street, be like, hmm, let me look at him again. He average. The clothes that he wore is average. average. What is she supposed to be dressing up for? I'm like, this man wore Nike V-necks. Thank you. They're equally yoked, in my opinion. Right. I'm like, she dressed no better or no worse than what he dressed. I mean, for the energy that he gave off. He gave off average fuckboy. I just so happen to build a fan base with my car seat relationship guru bullshit. That's it. Right. So, I I don't know. Like, I just hope she heals and she moves on. And I, I think we'll see once she get away from his weak ass. I do think he a narcissist. Anytime you refer to yourself in third person and make a video referring to yourself in third person watching yourself. Yeah. And you still like, I don't know if you saw the follow up video that he made and he was like, and he, you know, went on to explain himself about why he cheated out. Nigga, it's you in the video. <laughs> And I think he is a good stand-up dude because he took responsibility. So you, what the fuck? <laughs> make it make sense. So I really do think we'll see the real her 
once she get away from this. Like I said, I think she is beautiful. She has a nice body. I mean, she don't look no better, no worse than his side chicks. His side chicks just had on clothes and makeup. And that be the that be the thing that aggravates the fuck out of me is that y'all will drag females. Um, y'all first of no, hold on. Y'all will get on this internet and drag folks. Talk about I want natural this, I want natural that. But then you get a natural, beautiful girl and drag the fuck out of her because she ain't wearing a pound of makeup, lashes, a weave. Don't have her body done. Like you, I don't get it. Make that shit make sense to me. Thanks. That is a good ass motherfucking point. Be like, all y'all just be hollering about naturals. Now here we go with a whole natural sis. Now y'all, well, she could do this. But no, this is what you, that's a good point. That's what you want, right? That's what you said. That's what you always preaching to us. You don't want no weave, she didn't have one. You don't want no cake, don't makeup, she didn't have that on. She was barefacing it. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, she has a nice natural body. Nice, shapely woman. So I don't make it make sense to me. I feel like as women, we can't win for fucking lose. Listen, y'all always moving that little old bar to do some fuckboy shit. Exactly. Exactly. My only comments on him, like I was surprised. I was surprised that it blew up so much amongst women. I knew men was going to have a fucking field day because they they there are certain niggas that they just can't wait for them to fuck up so that they can have and he was one he was at the top of a lot of dudes list like they was rubbing their hands like Birdman when they saw he got it you know what I'm saying when they saw that he got exposed for cheating because they were like oh yeah we finna go in but my my issue like I said was in the video how he did not protect her in that space because he knew those folks were gonna come for her he knew it and that's what aggravated me is that how can you say that you want to that it was a mistake, you want to be back with her, blah, 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 yet you didn't protect her in that space. You know how social media is. That's your job. You get on YouTube, that's how you make your money, so you know how social media is, and you knew they was going to judge her, so why why, why, why bring her on her any? Why, why make her have to sit with you to go through that shit? Listen. Sit there as the man that you are every other fucking day, in your fucking car and, and approach that shit and talk about it. Don't make her have to come up there and sit with you. Listen, that was my whole thing. I'm like, you've been doing all these videos while all of a sudden now you need a companion. Fuck. Right? You wanted to hide her from the fucking world for all these fucking all these fucking years and now when you get caught cheating, you want to bring her out? Like, don't do that. Don't bring me out when you down at your worst, nigga. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, listen, they like look like she was in, like, listen, I'm in here trying to cook me a little breakfast. Fuck you on. Is it right? Listen, she knows. I'm telling I feel like every every video I see pop up her, I feel like sis is dumb. She just, she's but, slowly crying for help in the background. Like, help me. I want to escape this nigga. Right. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. But I am with, like, I don't, I, I feel like there are a lot of words that are overused and narcissist is one of them. But, I am 100% with you. When I saw that this nigga did a reaction video to his own, I said, whoa. <laughs> I said, the narcissism, narcissism jumped the fuck out because, wow. Because I'm like, I thought reaction videos is for some shit that 
like it's your first or second time reviewing. Bro, you knew, and you ain't never, you didn't know the content. You knew the content, and it's yourself, and you refer to yourself as third person. Woo. Uh-huh, and you did man. that on the original video as well, so it's not like, oh, he did it for the sake of the video. He did it on the whole, oh my gosh. A whole mess, a whole <laughs> mess. Listen, I just hope at this point we protect this piece. And allow her to to remove herself whenever she wants to gracefully, okay? All right, so that's going to lead us into the relationship portion of the show. So let's start with your question, since it kind of parlays on what we're talking about. And then we'll jump into mine, since mine is more of a lifestyle question. Yeah, so this is just a piggyback from off of the whole Derek Jackson thing. She was, his wife was his, or is, or was his high school sweetheart. But when it all boiled down, I saw somebody on my friends list and they posed the question, do you think that you should step your game up once your spouse levels up? Because I guess she figured he hadn't leveled up. Right. Okay. So this question is tough for me because I feel like it's awesome. I feel like appearance and it's it's how we were talking about pretty privilege and all that. I feel like appearance is so subjective and my level up compared to somebody else's level up, you know what I mean? It's going to be so different that I feel like it's a tough question, but I feel like when you're partners, you should in all ways try to be equally yoked and try to put y'all, when y'all coming out in public together, try to step your best foot forward together. Like one shouldn't be lacking. And you know what I'm saying? When y'all out together, because y'all are presenting to the world as partners. And I, I just feel like if I'm your partner, we both going to be looking fly together. Like if you out here with the chains and the, this, that, and the other, then I'm going to have my Chanel bag. And the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just feel like we have to be in it. And, and that's an oversimplification of it and very kind of, um, I want to say, very kind of materialistic way to put it. But that's the easiest example I can give. I just, I just feel like, in essence, y'all should be as partners because you're presenting to the world together y'all should be equally yoked so y'all should be equally matched so i don't know necessarily think it's your job to level up i just feel like if you're in this relationship and y'all are partners how could you not be or come up and be at the same level as your partner does that make sense yeah i guess my take on it is like i definitely think you should i mean as your partner grow but i feel like with a relationship if you are, I don't know, like if I'm looking out for the best with my partner, I'm going to always, and I think vice versa, vice versa, but it's a natural progression to get there. Like I would take Sierra and Russell Wilson as an example. Like before he met her, he had like a certain style where you just like, yikes. He can dress a little better. And then when he got with her, it was just something about not so much as him physical, like his face, but it, like his swag, it it progressed. It, it got better. Like the way he wore his clothes, you can tell he's more confident in his clothes. He's more confident in what he wears and it shows. Right. And I, I don't think it's, I don't think it should be pressure necessarily to do that. 
I think it should be more of a natural thing because you have to be comfortable with it. And I think we all like with that question and where she was coming from is like, oh, well, it should be a push for you to look just as sexy as the women that admires him. And a lot of men may not want that. It's like, okay, what did he marry her for? He probably didn't marry her to look as sexy as his admirers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or to dress like them. Like, there's a difference. I'm like, he might not, in his case, you know, who knows? But unlike a lot of men, every man, every man does not go and be like, okay, I'm gonna get married and then I'm gonna go and cheat with the woman that I really want. Some men really marry that woman that they want, and it might not be up to your standards. But for him, she's the end all be all. Right. And vice versa. Like, you know, like we see that, you know, with women as well be like, fuck she married him for. But to her, listen, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Because remember when uh, everybody was like, how the fuck was Tamar with Vince? But she used to to really be out here trying to fight motherfuckers over with Vince. (laughs) So, (laughs) listen, there's somebody for everybody. Listen, I feel like that about Beyonce and Jay-Z. I'm like, so you were younger than him. Beautiful. And you picked Jay-Z, though. <laughs> but then at the same, and I'm like, she took him back. And I'm like, why? But, you know. Exactly. Somebody for everybody. For her, that's, <laughs> that's her one. All right. So my question this week is more of a lifestyle question. So we all know that there's this pressure, whether we put it on ourselves, society, whatever, to have pretty much figured out life by 30. My question is, why do you think we decided that 30 was just the age that we had to have everything together or else we were a failure? For me, it was just something that I heard like, oh, you have to be married and have children by 30. You should be settled in your career. And I don't know. Like, who the fuck made that the damn rule? Because when you think about it, it's like, bro, I was just 25. (laughs) Like, still figuring shit out. You might not necessarily, you know, like you've graduated from college. You've worked in your career. But damn, you probably thinking at that point, like, shit, I don't really even like this. I don't know, but I like, I did go by that bullshit. Like, I'm not even going to be one of the people like, oh, when I was 30, I felt like, you know, I didn't have to do, like, I really was like anxious when I turned 30 that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not married. I didn't even have any like potential prospects. I didn't have any children. And I'm like, I don't even know if this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So, but I don't know where that pressure came from. Like I said, I really think like, even with the movies, I saw a status that I had made a couple years ago on Facebook of the movie Brothers, and they were all looking for that one before they turned 30, and I'm like, damn, even now that has changed, but I don't know what, other than, like, seeing the movies and just, like, pressure from society, like, oh my gosh, you're turning 30, yeah, that kind of fucked up though, because that kind of leaves us stuck in a lot of bullshit too. Like, right, nigga, you, and you just thirty, because you and you think about like, oh, thirty is over. Like, you just fucking thirty. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I feel like for us, because we are in our thirties, that our perspective has definitely changed. Um, because I will say that before thirty, like one hundred percent, like I think that. 
I can just speaking for myself, like I felt it. Like I felt that society pressure. Like I felt like people were breathing down my neck. Every event I was attending, every time I was at a family get, oh, where's your boyfriend at? Where your husband at? When you get married? When you gonna have babies? When you gonna this? When you gonna that? And you just feel it, and it builds up, and it builds up, and you feel so anxious. And then you turn thirty, and then you get in your thirties, and you sit around, and like your whole perspective on life kind of flips and changes. And you, like you said, you sit down and you think back, and you're like. Bitch, you just 30 years old. Like, that's not even old. Like, <laughs> it's not even old. Um, your life is barely even started. To be honest, you got you just finished and passed a lot of the bullshit. So <laughs> you have so much more of life to look forward to. And I have even now, I've started to settle even start feeling a little bit differently about life just in general in in that I don't know if I'll ever and this is just a me thing I don't know if I'll ever even settle into traditional a traditional life in that sense because I don't I don't know like I don't know if we're meant to just work one career or do one thing for the rest of our lives like, I don't know if we're, why can't I do multiple things and su- succeed at multiple things for the rest of my life? You know, as long as they all make me happy and serve my purpose or my spirit, like, why can't I do multiple things? Why do I have to just settle into one thing? Why, you know, why do I have to get married, even though I do want to get married? But I mean, if I, if I didn't want to, why would that be a bad thing? If I, even though I do want kids, but you know, if I didn't, why would that be a bad thing? Like my perspective, whole perspective now that I have kind of reached that threshold um, past 30, I've just changed, it's shift. Like I think about life completely different now. Like I don't see it as a failure anymore because I just feel like as people, we never stop growing, changing, learning, adapting. So why, why do we have to be stuck? In just one thing. I don't know. Yeah. That's my thought. I definitely agree. Definitely, definitely agree. Okay. All right. So now we're going to quickly jump into our next segment, which is any new books, movies, TV, anything that you're currently watching, reviewing, listening to that you just want to talk about and get off your chest? Nothing. Well, I'm actually watching. I was like a huge fan of CSI New York, probably because of Hill Harper. Um, but I never really took a big liking to the original CSI. Mm-hmm. But I actually, it's on Hulu. And I actually started from like season one, just watching all the seasons while I like work or whatever. And I actually like it. <laughs> so I'm like stuck now. And it's a lot of seasons. So if you're looking yeah. for something like Grey's Anatomy or something like that with a lot of seasons, this is definitely one of those. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like the original CSI. I probably like the original CSI better than all of the rest of them. I used to also watch CSI Miami, but that one got a little too cheesy for me. But I I always liked the original CSI. It's definitely it was definitely a pretty good show as well. Anything else? Nothing else, I don't think. No. Um, so on my end, I don't have any like new shows or anything like that, new movies. 
I did music on the music front. I have been listening to, because I have these little playlists. You guys know I stream on Tidal. Huge fan of Tidal. I love that streaming service. It's one of my favorites. And so Tidal puts together these little playlists for you or whatever like that, just based on your, you can do it based on activities, this, that, and the other, whatever. So one of my little gym mixes, it popped up with the, the Sweetie and Doja Cat song, Best Friend. And I've just been really getting into that lately and really jammed to it lately. And I got to say this, and I know this is going to, I know y'all going to check me for this because as much as Doja Cat may be self-hating and all of those things and have her issues, you got to give credit where credit is due when it comes to these girls out here rapping. She's probably one of the better, if not the top tier out of all of the the like this new crop of girls that are rapping because like the way she flow on a beat is listen i don't know about the rest of these girls like the way she flow on these beats like she be eating these girls up on their own songs but outside of that that's really all i've been doing because like i said i haven't really been doing much but working in gym so all i've really had time to do is kind of listen to these different musics while i am working out so that's that on that oh i will also say um because we do support other women here on the podcast i did check out a couple of episodes of i think i maybe checked out the first episode of um the one that podcast with ming and uh karen silva i think i checked that one out and then there's another one um with Damn it, what is her name? She was an R&B singer. I can't remember her name right now. I think it's Brooke. Brooke Valentine? And then there's another chick. Her name is Liv. But anyway, they're all part of, they all were part of like that whole Joe Budden podcast rollout. So he rolled out two women, women-led podcasts. Um, so I checked them out. And I would say, just because, like I said, we support other women here on the show, I would say go give them a try, give them a check out, and give them some lessons, give them some spins. Support women, especially women creators. So that's my little spiel. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, so let's go ahead and move into your nerdy rant of the week, Valentin. You know what? I'm going to change it. My rant for the week, and this goes out to, I don't know if people in the North do it as much, the one, because the I've only driven there like two or three times, but I know people in the South do it and they do it a lot. Get your ass out that left lane. Like that's my rent for the week. I It irks my spirit when people are in the fast lane doing 30 or 40. Move. Like you have to be a serial killer or like a social driving the left lane and see 10 cars behind you and you still just chilling. Like you got to move. So that is my rant. Okay. I was going to talk about something else, but I feel like it's being a dead horse at this point. Okay. But that's my rant for the week. (laughs) All right. Well, short and sweet this week. (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead now and jump into the nerd moment of the week. And this week, Quick Hitters, Black Widow finally has a release date. It's coming out July 9th. And I could be wrong. Maybe it's June. No, it's July. Why do I keep getting these J's mixed up? It's July 9th, um, and it's going to be released in theaters as well as on Disney+. Plus. 
And I think on Disney Plus, it's going to be like $30. So you probably may be better off going to the movie theater, feel comfortable doing that. Because at least maybe you'll get like a ticket discount because $30 is pretty steep. But anyway, um, nonetheless, Black Widow finally got a release date. So we'll finally get to see that phase, the first movie phase of the MCU's phase four is going to be Black Widow. So we'll finally get to see that. I also, at per usual, yesterday was the episode four of The Flash, Central City Strong. Basically, it was taking on them dealing with the trauma after being, you know, dealing with the whole Mirrorverse situation. Last week, you guys heard me complain about how I I felt like the episode three, which was supposed to be the season finale, was kind of lackluster, especially since we were just all over the Mirrorverse. I will say I'm glad now that they did that they did have to to bring it into this because if episode four was supposed to be like their intro to season seven, so it would have been their season premiere. Yeah, yeah. The Flash is really like they're not doing it for me. They're not giving me what needs to be given. Like the CGI has been horrible. Like I will say that. With a lot of shows, like we know that COVID is happening or whatnot, but I, I'm i confused in, in their approach with their show. Like they're obvious with their with their COVID restrictions as opposed to like I've seen like with Grey's Anatomy and all these different shows that are filming during COVID where they've had obvious like closeness um, mm-hmm. with two characters because my assumption is that they get rapidly tested. So they've had like kissing amongst two characters or closeness touching if they're especially if they're in a relationship because how do you convey a relationship if you can't touch and I feel like with the flash they're taking the COVID thing to the extreme and it makes it completely feel obvious and disjointed especially Mm -hmm. since he can't he hasn't been able to actually fight anyone so they've been having to CGI villains in it it just uh it's not given what needs to be given so but i did like the fact that for once they actually allowed the characters to address their trauma and like real people so it wasn't just like robots like oh we had some bad shit happen to us and now um now we're over it in the next episode they're actually allowing them to sit in the trauma of it and deal with the trauma so i i enjoyed that they're giving some growth to the characters and I appreciate that that on the forefront. I also will say that it 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 angers me. Um, it's becoming more obvious that they do not have any black women writers that are represent that are in that writers room. Because seeing Chester on this show in all his black nerd glory, okay, he had his little fresh lineup with the the cuts in the side of his hair. The Tupac shirt referencing Tupac, listen to the rap music in Star Labs. He just was living life um, in all his black nerd glory. And I'm just like, here you have a black woman lead and she can't even get different hairstyles other than straight hair every fucking week. Like, please get some black women writers in the writer's room. I appreciate that y'all finally have a black man in the writer's room, but clearly y'all need some women in there too because y'all just do not know what to do with the black characters on this show. And it aggravates the fuck out of me. So let's get to it. And then finally, my last and final piece, I did 
spend four hours of my life watching the um, DC Snyder Cut of Justice League. So it was way, 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 way better than the theatrical release of Justice League. Like, it was out of the ballpark better. Because we all know Justice League sucked. It was trash. But the Snyder Cut was way better. It definitely put a shined a light on um, Cyborg. Ray Fisher did an incredible job as Cyborg. Um, he definitely was the standout spotlight. We finally got to get to the juice of Barry Allen. We got to see some of his character and really kind of, because all we've seen of Barry is the CW version and Grant has done a great job, in my opinion, as Barry Allen. So it's hard to see Ezra Miller step into the role, even for the movie. And we know Ezra has a lot of experience, but I just haven't been sold on Ezra as the Flash. I will say with the Snyder cut, it makes me a tad bit hopeful just because I like him and Kersey's chemistry. So I like them as Barry and Iris, but I'm still, even with the extendedness of the Snyder cut, I still am not 100% sure I'm sold on Ezra as the Flash. But the Flash is making headway um, because it is going to kind of be used as the way to reset the DC universe. So they're going ahead with the movie. They've already got a slew of characters, actors lined up to be in the movie, and they're supposed to be get filming sometime either um, sometime later on this year. So we'll see with that. But as far as the Snyder Cut is concerned, it's it definitely, like I said, it's definitely a step above Justice League. I will say because of what we're used to with Marvel, it don't like it's not like I wouldn't put it in like my favorite favorites of movies, but in far as far as the DC universe, it, it's up there. It's up there towards the top, but stacking up towards Marvel movies as well, it just. It don't give what it needs to give. And plus, it's too fucking long. Four, four, that was four hours of my life, y'all. You'll be trying to watch it. <laughs> watch another 20 minutes. Uh, I should have took it in chunks, but no, I watched it straight through. Uh, <laughs> oh, my. Listen. <laughs> That's what I mean. It was four hours of my life. <laughs> I would have been like, starting like, so what happened? Well, two parts I didn't see two hours of it. I gotta go to watch it. <laughs> My attention span is so freaking short. Oh, girl. But I just felt like if I didn't watch it straight through, then I knew I wasn't gonna come back and finish it. So <laughs> that's why I went ahead. I was like, let me just knock this out of the ballpark. But nonetheless, I like I said, it's still, I'm I'm just gonna be honest, it's still. Justice League, to me, still isn't a great movie. I don't care what nobody said. But it's far better. It's far superior. The Snyder Cut is far superior to the theatrical release of Justice League. Outside of that, and I I just want to say, lastly, I know I told you guys last week I was going to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, because it premiered last week. But again, like I said, I spent four hours watching Justice League. I needed a break. So (laughs) I will pick it up this week and watch um, the both episodes and I will review it for you guys next week. And that is all for me and the nerd moment of the week. Anything else on your end, Fallon, Deanne? Nothing else for me. 
All right. So then per usual, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us. Um, again, those numbers have been looking amazing. We appreciate you guys' support and love so much. Keep listening. Keep downloading. Keep sharing. Just keep showing us support. Until next time. Good night, guys. Good night.